You're listening to 50 Plus a Tip, the show for strippers, ethical sluts, and other open-minded whores. Hi, and welcome back to 50 Plus a Tip. No, I know it's Riley. <laughs> Absolutely not. Not taking that as well. Oh, might as well chance. Upload All right, take us away. Hi, lovelies. Welcome back to 50 Plus a Tip. I'm your host, Danica. <laughs> I'm Riley. <laughs> So, first, your life updates. What's what's new and exciting with you? Um, I am now registered to have uh, a registered non-registered guns. Registered? I'm registered and non-registered <laughs> guns. <laughs> no, like guns are divided into like three different. Yeah, break it down uh, for listeners. Yeah, three in different. Canada specifically. Yeah, this is Canada specific. <laughs> in America, you just walk into Walmart. You know? Yeah, we don't know what y'all do over there. Um, and I actually have no, uh, I think there's like a massive process if you're, if you want to get a gun in New Zealand, but Canada guns are, um, in three categories. There's, uh, registered, which is like your, um, shotguns and, and rifles of a certain length. Um, your non-registered, which is your handguns and like smaller guns. And then there's prohibited, which are like automatic, um, weapons. Yeah. <laughs> Those ones. <laughs> Those ones. <laughs> That's actually distinctly what you asked for at the store. Yeah. Them. Oh my god, have you seen that video of um, someone playing, uh, I don't know, some like shooting video game, and they've just put on the like, their uh, girlfriend's invitation of like guns over the sound of it? Yeah. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's so cute. good. That's very cute. Um, so anyway, I, I did the course with um, a friend of mine, like a friend of ours, actually another dancer. Um, just to get our license for both the registered and non-registered guns. So yeah, we how'd you like the chorus? I mean, it was like as expected. It was pretty dry, so we obviously just went through like all of the. Didn't having like a tactical training. No, rolling on the ground, no. shooting dummies. <laughs> <laughs> you could ring cuts of your own patrons that you hate. Yeah, <laughs> they'd be like, uh, "Sorry, you you cannot have this." Um, no, so it was a three-day course, um, each with like four hours in the course. And you just went through, um, like, gun safety, how to unload a gun, how to make sure it's safe, how to, um, tr- like, transport it, like, all of the sort of rules around that. And at the end, you did um, an exam. And if you pass, then you get your uh, um, uh, license or, like, a registration to, like, be able to send in your um, results and then get your... Get your license to fucking not carry because you can't have that, but like you know, to be able to buy guns and stuff, yeah, so yeah, yeah. We have a very uh, limited number of people that can carry a gun here, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it ain't me, it's <laughs> not Riley from the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I thought it was like I was talking to my family back home, and they're like, that process is like so incredibly easy. Like, uh, I think in New Zealand, my sister was saying that you have to go through a bunch of, um, uh, like, more rigorous training, for sure. And then you also get called from the police department about and inquired about why you want a gun and stuff. Yeah, I thought that um, you had to do, like, mental health stuff here and that, too. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I mean, that's just, I always see people saying they should have to. Yeah, for sure you should have to. Um, but I think, yeah, I don't know. As long as you... Uh do that little three three day course yeah. you're good yeah but it's really a willy woman willy. America has you know yeah which is really sad <laughs> the bar yeah, is on the floor really crazy the bar is on the floor but also what else do we do besides slinging guns why does your even your little gun thing have gun have an accent um in the course one of the uh like they go over the rules and it was like it's a federal offense to like point a gun at anyone, even, like, an imitation gun of any type, and I, like, looked at my, I did, like, some little handguns, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> did anyone laugh? I was like, yeah, Michael did. <laughs> her boyfriend, asked, it's obligated to laugh at her jokes, laugh. Good, that's good. That is funny. Really rich are these bad boys. <laughs> that's funny. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, what else is new, though? feel like that was kind of it we set up a little studio area i guess i did that um 
so we'll be doing some uh, interviews there. And then also it's just for like OnlyFans creation and, and camming and stuff, which I'm going to try to get back into a little bit. And then, um, what else? Oh, I went and saved my van that caught on fire. Yes, last summer. Yeah. You were on a lovely road trip and you went up, it literally went up in flames. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> literally a small engine fire. So, and then it stayed in like trail, which is like seven hours away from where we are in Vancouver, um, to get maintenance on it. And it had been fixed for a while, but then because there's no airflow like sh- uh, through the van, you can't unfog windows, there's no heat. Um, and the brakes aren't the best, so we didn't want to do it uh, in the snow. So we just kind of left it, and eventually uh, went and got it. So it's by back. The and it, by the sound of it, I think I would have left it there. <laughs> no, <laughs> no airflow. No, it doesn't really drive. No brakes don't work. It occasionally goes up in flames while you're driving yeah. it. But hey. Yeah, but it's, part, it's part of the charm. <laughs> so we have a new fire extinguisher, and we're good to go. You're just living life, uh, wi- the Wild West in yeah. your world, isn't it? <laughs> Wild guns West. <laughs> Finger gunslinging Wild West over there, Jesus. Oh, yeah. But that's kind of it, actually. Um, yeah, I d- really didn't work much in the past two weeks. Mm. Yeah, I mean, my life, not very exciting. Um been going to the gym, I gotta start eating healthy, I gotta start eating burgers every night, like, it's kind of a problem, and then I convinced, um, my friend, I was like, who I eat all my burgers with, I was like, how about we, um, get, they're like, you know, we're doing this together, we're both gonna stop eating badly, we're gonna, yeah. you know, get, get in shape for the beach days, I'm like, totally, but, <laughs> what if we, like, we don't know what the best burger is in Vancouver, I feel like it's our duty as, like, burger connoisseurs to eat every possible burger in Vancouver and then decide which one's best before we stop eating them. Like, so we could, you know, educationally tell others. Yeah. Um, and they fell for it, so we have a few... <laughs> so we have a few months of burger consumption still Who's to go. Who's the winner right now? Oh, shit, what was it called? Uh, Smash, <laughs> Smash Burgers? Okay. I never had them before, and they were actually very fucking good. Mm, all right. Yeah, they were very tasty. I was, that was the winner. Um, we did order from three different burger shops in one night. Um... And that's a lot of judgment on your face, but I would don't appreciate it, but you know what? You'll like it when I have a list of good yeah, burgers to eat. sure, yeah. Um, so that's really my excitement of the uh, last two weeks is getting attacked by a racist and then uh, a lot of burgers. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so, so there's some pros and cons. Exactly. <laughs> um, work updates, again, like most of my work's been outside the club lately. Um, we did work a gig recently together and this man started the gig. I walked by and he like, and like, you know what? I'm going to say it. My stomach's looking pretty toned lately, okay? It's not <laughs> like I have a gut. And this man like comes up and like open hand like pats my belly as if I was like Santa and then like walks away. <laughs> I was like, wow, if I was remotely self-conscious of my stomach, like that would yeah. really be triggering. Like thankfully, like my core is like one thing I really go hard on. So like, but I was like, wow, okay. Yeah. Like, this it was is like the man that rubbed my belly, right? Yeah. And, and it was like, like kissing his hand and then like slapping Yes, that was my face, next thing. It's like, like he, next time he came up to us, I was like, no, I, I nudged you. I was like, this is the guy that attacked my abdominal area. <laughs> like, um, he came up and he, like, kissed, kissed, his the, kissed his fingers and then boinked us on the fucking forehead <laughs> with it. And we were like, and it literally was so taken aback. And I was just like, what? And then I was like, blink, 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 looked at you and you were like, uh. <laughs> and then he walked away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was funny. I was like, this man is unhinged. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was losing you for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also find there's like it seems like there's a lot of gigs lately, and I have worked, but like the men like don't want women there. Yeah. <laughs> like they're just like amongst themselves talking, and you're just like, so you you actually you asked for us yeah. to be here. Like no, we didn't we didn't show up randomly. <laughs> but it's almost like we have this aversion to uh, women at their parties. Yeah. Odd. And then on the flip side, I've been to a few parties recently where like civilian women joined, and I'm like, huh. And that can go either way. Yeah. They can either be really fucking rude, and it's someone's, like, wife or girlfriend. Oh, very and they're awkward. Like, yeah, or, like, they're, like, watching to see what the guys do, and the guys know that, so no one makes money, and it's just awkward. Or the girls are the ones that are, like, spending the most, and luckily we were getting recently, and when the first, they first walked in, we were all kind of like, oh, fuck. Absolutely. Like, here we go. Because someone's like, oh, that's his wife. And we're like, great, at this bachelor party, his yeah. wife came. And then eventually, like, one of the girls came over, women came over, and was like, 
had months. She's like, I just want to throw money at you guys. Can't you guys, like, can I throw money at you? And we're like, yeah, like, of course. Like, I don't, I'm not discriminating against you because you're a woman. I'm just apprehensive because yeah. a lot of times at parties, women are not friendly. Um, and then uh, her friend was like, I think we made the most money off her friend. Because yeah. her friend was, like, very generous with her husband's money. Yeah. <laughs> we like, were like, give me your wallet. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, you can't just knock it um, right away. Just, yeah, you know, but sure. I would be, like, a little, like, you know, I would, as, like, a rule when I see women come in. I definitely am a little less, um, less forward. I definitely, yeah. like, I pull back a little bit just to gauge the situation. And then, obviously, I don't think you should just, like, not approach the women or, like, ice them out because they might be, yeah, your best customers at that party. Yeah, truly. So, yeah, it's, um, it's definitely, like, a wait and see when women come to that party, I think. Um, but that's pretty much my life and work updates lately. Um, we have a random musing. You know what, also... One of my favorite podcasts, when they switch gears, they have, like, a little, like, sound thing. And I feel like we need... <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Why did it almost sound like the start of um, White Lotus? <laughs> um, I know our in- imitation was really good. Please, no one you guys pull don't, yeah. and, like, get us... Copyright. Copyright. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, you guys don't have to watch the show now, because it's like, yeah, beautiful. <laughs> Done. Skip that intro. <laughs> You're welcome. Just place us over it. Uh, <laughs> Along with like gun and, and person for your, for your, for your uh, I don't know what games there are with guns. I don't know. That's Call nice. of Duty? That's one for sure. Yeah. Um, um, Good. Yeah. Other ones. <laughs> Other gun things. Um, okay. So we had... Someone write in. I actually don't know if you're ready for this round of music. I was going to prep before, but I forgot. But I think you did your own prep already, so TBD. Um, someone wrote and said, Hey, long time, no message. I used to message you off my work account. Thought you might be interested in seeing this, especially as Riley is from New Zealand. And then she sent me a YouTube video, which I actually did not watch. <laughs> I got, forgot about it. Sometimes when people message me, I'll be like, Oh, this is great for the podcast, and I'll throw it in for my notes. And then when I'm reading the podcast, I'm like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is happening right now. I so. did watch it. Yeah, I sent it to you. And you know what? Sometimes I know. And I sent it to the group and I said, this is well worth a watch. Yeah. Um, we should put up, we'll put up the link on the Instagram. Yes. I'm looking at you. Yeah, I know. You're I need some information. We is me. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I will put it up on Instagram so you, the audience, and I can watch it. Yeah. Um, but I knew Riley would have this because it's New Zealand and she's self-involved. So <laughs> I Self-involved? I care about my country. <laughs> Kind of sometimes. What is convenient for me. Yeah. And when it gives us content for the podcast. I like that for us. Um, Um, Okay, break it down for us. What was this video about? Okay, so this video was like a um, a small, what was like a 30-minute news segment on what is happening at Calendar Girls in New Zealand. Which is strip clubs. A chain of strip clubs. Okay. So Calendar Girls has like three or four locations now in um, New Zealand. And it's sort of known as the uh, the higher class strip clubs. Mm-hmm. Um, and recently, when I was in New Zealand, I got this sent to me. Was that um, as I think a lot of us see in the strip club world, um, prices get changed. So. Sorry, like cuts get changed. Prices on the side of the stripper owing money to the club. Exactly. Changes, but the, exactly. The, the so price of a strip, the trip dance never gets yes. changed. So basically, what happened is I can't remember if it was the like the lap dance or the um, champagne rooms or something, um, but basically the cut like that the dancer gets went from fifty fifty to sixty forty in the club's favor, and of course. The prices didn't change. So they're so, an extra 10%. Yes. So the girls are losing 10%. that 10% without gaining it anyway. And, like, please remember that, I mean, I don't exactly know how it works in, like, strip clubs, but New Zealand in general is not a tipping culture. Mm-hmm. So it's not that, you know, you can ask, well, I'm sure, I'm sure you can, like, ask for a tip, but, like, tipping is not really expected, nor is it culturally ingrained in us yeah which you guys think you know and, and i agree t- asking for tips awkward enough here we yeah. have a tipping culture imagine that in new zealand where it's not a tipping culture yeah. they'd be like hey remember that thing that the americans and canadians do can you do that for me <laughs> yeah so it's like you know if whatever if the cut changes and then you can sort of be like oh well you know like with it's you know 50 plus a tip it's like you just lose that money mm-hmm. um so basically a couple of girls about 19 of them 
uh, signed a petition. <laughs> Casual couple, 19. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, they got together and they signed a petition or they signed something that basically said, like, we would like to sit down and discuss these contracts with you and we would like to negotiate, a like, a more fair cut. Can I, um... Guess what happened? Did they get fired? Yeah. Of so course. they they were all their names were written out on the Facebook group and they were publicly fired. Oh. Um, on the Facebook group, basically Look at these just idiots saying, wanting regular working rights. Fired. Yeah. <laughs> basically, just saying like, pack your shit. You're you're done. Um, <laughs> you're done. You're done. <laughs> um, wow. Publicly, but shame, 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 yeah, shame. Really. On top of that, this club is notorious for. Um, giving out fines and charges. So, for example, if you um, are rude to management or customers, it's a $200 fine that you just and, will and never sorry, see on your paycheck. Who's deciding what's rude? That The managers. Okay, good, okay. And so a lot of girls have been finding that, you know, a bunch of money has been missing from their paychecks, and when they inquire about it, they say, well, you were rude, or you took too long in the change room. And one girl expressed that, like, she had just finished an hour or two hours in the champagne room Mm -hmm. and then was in the change room for seven minutes when she was fined. Uh So it's just, like, absolutely bonkers like this. I do know that um, they are now protesting. A lot of people are going, like, full disguise because they obviously want to help, but they need to make a living. Um, So they're called Fired Up Stilettos. I know that they have a GoFundMe page, so if you want to support, you know, a fellow sex worker or fellow strippers who are, like, going through this at the moment, you can donate there. Um, But, yeah, so it's – and they did this 30-minute segment. I do recommend watching it. It was really interesting. It was was such a shame to, like, see how it was handled. I know that um, they went to go talk to the woman – there's, like, a, the owners and then, like, the big manager and then there's sort of the talent manager, I guess. Mm-hmm. And she was videoed uh, in a meeting and the girls were discussing what had happened and they said she was mocking them, basically saying, like, oh, is $300 an hour not enough for you? The talent manager like, was. Yeah, and it's basically, it, it basically pointing out that, like, it's still, you know, pretty good money, but, like, the fact is that the club is still taking 60%, yeah. and that would not fly in any, any other, other work, yeah. like, workplace. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure I got some of the details wrong. I'm just kind of going off the fly at the moment. Um, but do watch that, uh, yeah, do watch that um, YouTube video. YouTube video. Yeah, we'll I'll link post it. it on Instagram. Yeah. Or on the, yeah. Oh, here we go. Um, the proposed calendar girls contract for 2023 includes inconvenient fees which a stripper must pay to management including for rudeness to patreons and management loitering in change rooms and swearing the penalties range from 100 to 500 dollars and also like um a lot of these like are in places that aren't canada a lot of like champagne rooms and stuff are paid by a credit card and then you get a paycheck as a as a dancer so you have no control over how much um, they decide to take off. Yeah, what they decide to take off. And you have no record of you making that money. Yeah. So, anyway, that's what's happening Gross. in New Zealand with Calendar Girls. So, they can go fuck themselves. Um, and, yeah, if you want to support that GoFundMe, it's fired up. Uh, still those. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Right. Another just, yeah, reminder that we have, like, no workers' rights. Mm-hmm. Um, good times, good times. Thank you for sharing that and breaking it down for us. I will post it on the Instagram, the um, link to it, or even um, I'll link it in the bio. Like, I'll add it to our main page so you can click the link in the yeah. bio um, where all our sponsors and our podcast um, episodes are. Yeah. You can click on um, the link there as well. So, as you know, we do um, polls, discuss them, put them on the Instagram page, let you listeners kind of have a um a word in what you think so this past week or i guess two weeks ago we asked um what you would do if your boundaries were crossed at work you know mm-hmm. riley shared a really shitty story about um a gentleman uh, i don't want to say gentleman um a patron who decided knowing her what boundary were that you had expressed it clearly mm-hmm. knowing that that's the boundary of that club and the woman there decided to cross it and touch you in a place that you had told him he was not comfortable being touched um so we asked, you know, we broke it down on Instagram. On episode 128 of 50 Plus Tip Podcast, we touched base on topic of how to get back in the mindset of working after someone has massively crossed your boundary, i.e. touched you somewhere during a dance after you told them they couldn't. We want to hear from you guys. 
the poll is, do you call it a night, go home and start fresh another day, or stay and try to move past it? 28% said they call it a night and go home and start fresh another day. 72% said they have to stay at the club and try to move past it. Now we asked, if you can't leave the club, how do you get past it or slash back into work mode? Mm -hmm. So some of the responses were... Um... Uh, Florida water that I use like perfume and to energetically cleanse post-contact and EFT tapping, breathwork, humming, jumping if necessary to reset. Another, I've never been able to leave after that kind of incident. I did almost break a guy's finger though. <laughs> <laughs> um, I get another drink and forget about it. At my club, if it was par for the course, had to be our own security or hit the guy in retaliation. Just made sure we got paid e after each dance so we could leave if we needed. My club wouldn't let us leave early. It was a 6 p.m. to 2 a.m. every night we worked. Club is torn down now. Mm. Uh, then to a close work friend, have a snack or some water and tell myself a compliment. Next one, get them bounced or extort them. Physically shake it off, refresh my energy, go to the locker room, have some water and calm down, depending on where I'm financially at that night. I can't bear to let someone not only push my button, my B, my button. I guess so, yeah. But took away money, my night too. So she uh, keeps working and just like yeah. reminds her that, you know, I can't lose money because this guy's well. Usually I find my girlfriend and we get mad together and get it all out of our system. Hug and go back. Next one, then charge them extra. Try to remind yourself that the person sucks, is a loser, and doesn't deserve to live in your head rent-free. I try taking a breather. I cleanse my energy. I carry crystals with me to help ground myself. Let myself feel the feelings in the change room, change outfits, touch up makeup. If I dwell, I will spiral out, so I just tell myself I'm strong. I feel that if I go home, they've, in quotes, won. If I keep hustling and making money, anyways, I'll win. I massage my neck and take deep breaths. Drink fizzy drink, no booze. Look for a good custy after. That must be a New Zealander or a Australian. Because no one else calls it a uh, no, um, fizzy drink. It would be like a pop or a soda. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, yeah I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I instantly end dance and tell them off. Compartmentalize and snap out of it. By getting someone who isn't a jackhouse after, it will quickly remind me that most people aren't like that loser. I'm numb and disconnected from my body at work after 10 years in the industry, so I'm unaffected. That's me. I go to the back, cover up, and meditate for 10 minutes. Helps reset me mentally and physically. I go back on stage and pour my energy into pole tricks. I stay away from them, alert the bouncers and other dancers. I take a break in the locker room or a corner somewhere and or talk about it with a fellow dancer. Revenge mindset. They've tried to take my dignity. No way are they taking my bag. I cry out in the locker room. Lol. That's <laughs> the most stupid thing. <laughs> I cry about it. Lol. <laughs> Hot shower if possible and bitch to the gals. Take a little break in the locker room and vent about to another dancer you're close with. Get their ass <laughs> yeeted the fuck out of the club and put my money mindset back on. Usually talk to other girls working. Have a vet if they have the space to listen. Have a sit down and recenter before going back on the floor. Get it taken care of. Security, management, etc. Rant to some of my girls in the locker room for emotional support and have a regular buy me a drink and move on for the night. Self-care and therapy when I get home for sure. I let my boss know when we get them kicked out. Bitch about it to a friend, take a break, have some water. Take a shower, find a quiet place, deep breaths, angry journal and notes, call a friend. The spite of the situation gives me the adrenaline to go harder and empty wallets. Toxic? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean a long break, like maybe an hour or more if needed. So what do you do? Um, yeah, I don't, um, honestly, kind of depends, like. If it's a good night and busy, I'll uh, just keep working. Mm -hmm. Like I've, like that one person said, I've been in the industry for almost a decade. Like you, you kind of get cold inside. And also like anywhere in my life, when I meet like a loser who like does shitty things, I just remind myself like it sucks to be them. Like mm -hmm. I've met some like goof girls in my life too. And I'm like, ooh, like you have to go through your life and knowing everyone fucking hates you. You're a shit human and you'll die a shit human. Like um, 
So, like, when guys are like that, it's like, ew. Like, yeah. you are a pathetic loser. Everyone else thinks you're and knows you're a pathetic loser. And you have to come here to get that one little percentage of your life where you feel like you have one over a on a woman. power. Yeah. yeah, like, ew. And, uh... So... The, and and I bitched to you about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I bitched to you a lot about it. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking guy! This fucking clown! Yeah. And then when I walk by, my will point and say, this fucking goof! Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then I'll tell all the other dancers, and probably bitch to my management about it, too. Yeah. So I obviously told the bouncer and let them know what happened. Um, and then I would have had a shower if that was possible. I uh, That was not possible. The club I was working at didn't have a shower, so I hand sanitized my pussy, mm-hmm. um, which is not great. And I changed outfits because I, I was like, I have to, like, I can't put this back on. It feels violated. Like, yeah. it just needs to go in the wash right now. Yeah. I, um, I'm pretty good in the, in the dance, too, to, like set them in their place. Um, so I find that that's kind of, like, my um, revenge. is like, yeah. I'll just be like, listen, you're being a fucking goof, and, like, you're disgusting. Get the fuck out of my room. Um, after, especially if they already pay me. Like, I have no problem oh, yeah. saying that. Um, like, I've, I've done that to many people. Um, or I'll tell them, you do, you do that again, the dance is over. And, oh, then, yeah. and then I just hope they try again, so I, or like, so I could like swap, to like get the wave in my hand and be like, okay, dance is fucking over, get the fuck out. Yeah. And then, um, and then, yeah, if, depending on who's the floor, if I think one of the bouncers will actually do something, I'll, uh, go mm-hmm. and be like, hey, kick them out. Um, but yeah, there's a few more answers here, um, that people wrote in longer answers, so we're just going to read those as well. First one is, um, if I can't leave... I'll take a long break with noise-canceling headphones. I do this when I'm overwhelmed or overstimulated, too. I eat a snack and watch something funny or listen to music. I'll stretch to feel connected to my body, and if someone touched me, spray myself down with alcohol and a wipe. I guess it depends on the situation. And it's, if it's one of those nights everyone's being a douchebag, I'll just move on. And if it's something minor, but if they're constantly being rude or really trying to violate boundaries, I'll call it. Once my energy shifts in those moments, it's so hard to get it back, and then my money-making ability plummets anyways. I usually want to go home, feel safe, and grounded again. Replying here because it's too much to fit in a box. I remember that's one person, that's one experience. I refuse to let someone, some asshat who can't listen to instructions ruin my night and my money that's potentially sitting in some other respectful, kind customer's wallet. I've been assaulted multiple times in my life, and at one point it was severe enough to fuck me up very badly mentally for several years. I was very nervous to start sex work because I know S.A., sexual assault, is very real to a threat to us. Now when that happens to me, though, I take a moment to myself in the locker room. I remind myself who I am, a good person who respectfully fills boundaries and does her job. And I remind myself that, yet, well, yes, that experience was not okay or not fun. I will not allow them to dictate how the rest of my shift goes. I draw an extreme amount of strength from my inner dark goddess and remind myself that life goes on. Having an emotional reaction to that person's actions that hurt me, I become their slave. Of course, just me, and I know for a lot of my coworkers, any boundary crossed at work will destroy them for the rest of their shift, and they cannot perform and have to leave to their, for their own mental health. I'm not suggesting anybody necessarily deal with it this way because to a point, it's something that I've accepted as part of my job, and I've learned to just knock these customers off me and then have bounced out and keep going. But I've always had a personality where I don't give a fuck, and I really had to bring that part of myself out more at work. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely no wrong way to deal with it it's it's whatever's going to make you feel good I mean if if your mindset has shifted and you don't feel like you're going to make good money anyway then like why would you um stay and then make shit money and feel like double down on feeling shit you know um but hopefully for those who are not allowed to leave or can't leave or don't want to leave that gives you some good advice for how to I guess at least temporarily move past it in the moment and then to, you know, either fully move on for it or, or do some self-care to help, help move past that. Definitely. So we were going to um, review Vivek Shreya's um, I'm Afraid of Men. Oh, I swear to God we will get to it. We have our notes and everything. We just, things keep coming up. Yeah, and we want to get to your listener questions, so we will review Vivek Shreya's on episode 132. I will I put that promise yeah. out there. Unless, <laughs> Nobody sent us questions. Unless I can't, then I will not do that. <laughs> um, so, I believe you had an option for a poll for this week. I did, yes. So, me and uh, some of the girls got into a conversation about um, strange things that we had been tipped. Mm, okay. Um, so I can't remember how we got into this conversation, um, 
but I know um, a couple of girlfriends of mine were working on the island and they were tipped like a full salmon, like a, oh, like a, um, it's not Ziploc. What do you do when you, it, um, air, uh, air, air, yeah. Tight, like an air, um, yeah. Come yeah, on, let's like roll our do that. Yeah. It's like, um, like an airtight, uh, vacuum sealed. Vacuum sealed. Good job. Thank you. I was there. It's early. <laughs> it's getting there. Yeah. So they like, I think it was like two vacuum sealed salmons each, like massive fillets, which oh is a really fucking good tip. And. <gasps> <laughs> and now if he just like if he was just candied salmon or dry or like yeah. smoked salmon, I would have creamed myself. I would have slipped right off that stage. Yeah. <laughs> um I have personally been tipped like a bag of weed. Oh yeah, my one customer brings me so much weed every time he sees me and I don't smoke weed and I always just hand it out to the girls. Yeah, but also like onto my stage. Like someone threw like a joint or like a little bag, I can't remember what it was, like onto my stage. Oh, interesting. Um and it's or- like already smoked, you're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then also um Scratch tickets, which oh, are fun. fun. Yeah, have been one millions. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> it's the thrill of it all. Um, and actually, one girl won like twenty bucks or something on it. I was like, nice, decent tip. <laughs> that was great. Um, so yeah, those are a couple things that like I we were kind of chatting about of what we had been tipped, and I know that some of the girls at this um, particular club have been uh, tipped some intricate things. Um, so I. Um, I wanted to know, like, what is the weirdest or, like, strangest thing that you guys have been tipped, either on stage or um, for your work? Yeah. Have you been tipped anything strange? Um, Cast your memory back. Yeah. Back <laughs> on stage days? Just, or, or, like, in the club Just anyway. in the club in general. Um, and, like, I don't want to hear about your, like... Fancy purses or nice no, bags. Weird. Give me the weird ones. Not really. Like, I don't... I can't really think off the top of my head. So I was like, what? Like, I've gotten, like, rings. People give me, like, rings off their finger. Yeah. I've been like, this is the... I want to gauge, get engaged to you. And I'm oh, like, yeah. I'll keep flowers. this. Flowers? cute. Yeah. Um, flowers. Um, like, I get a lot of, like... I mean, your basic stuff. I get a lot of shoes and things like that. Like, I don't yeah. get really weird things. Um, my one... Yeah, my one customer always brings me weed products, but I don't smoke weed. Like, yeah. he's a big pothead. Um... Which, great for him, love that for him. He's, like, um, you know, in his 70s. Yeah. Um, and he was, like, one of the original stoners. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, a Willie Nelson fan. Like, he's he's amazing. Yeah. Like, I see him once a week. And he always brings me, like, bags of really good weed. But yeah. I don't really smoke it, so I always give it to my girlfriends. And then she tells me how it is, and I tell him how the girls liked it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and he, like, if anyone knows his weed... Um, so, I guess, like, that's, like, kind of weird, especially depending where you live. Like, someone giving weed would be sure, very yeah. weird in it, certain places. Yeah. It, it, it is legal here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I'm not incriminating myself. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, I don't, I can't really off the top of my head think of anything. I'll never forget. Um, and this still makes me laugh this day. I had is a girlfriend. girlfriend? Yes, yeah. I had, like, one girlfriend. And really, really loving human being. Um she um, had danced for years, and she got a customer at the club, and she was like, came to me the next day. She's like, I got a customer at the club the other day. He's going to bring me gifts tomorrow. Like, I haven't had a customer do that for so long. Like, yeah. you know, like, spoil me. He asked me, like, what perfume I want, what kind of laundry I wear. Like, he's like, you know, I gave him a list of, like, the Chanel, like, the scent I like, the lingerie, like, my lingerie from. He's going to come today and give it to me. And I'm like, okay, like, let me know. Yeah. How it goes. I'm really excited for you. And uh, I see her later in the chain. She like storms up to me. She's like, Are you fucking kidding me? And I was like, What? And she's like, Dude, she's like, He bought me like, um, like, you know, like that, like, spray that you get from Walmart that's for kids that's like been around for body spray oh, from kids no. like smelling marshmallows or something he got her that. Oh no. And like, grandma lingerie from Walmart. I mean, it's the thought, right? It's the thought. Yeah. Maybe that's his budget. Yeah. Um, but I think he, like, told her, like, I'm going to spend so much money on you. Yeah. And, like, you, what do you want? And so it was just... just and it lifted her she expectations Yeah, and it wasn't like high. she was like, oh, my God, I can't let you do this. She was like, how embarrassed she was. And she was like, he's going to spy on yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she and was so like, excited. And then she was like, oh. And, like, she showed me the laundry. It was literally, like, what a grandma would oh, wear. Yeah. And she's like, I Maybe really cannot wear this at the club. Like, this is... Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then just like the the bias that the ten year old girls are wearing, yeah. which also now it's a really like, mixed like mix interests. Yeah. You know? I like I like a, a wide range of ages. I guess yeah. like 
legal within the legal realm. Yes, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was so funny. Just her face. I couldn't, I couldn't stop laughing. Her face. I was like, I, I was like how did it go? And she's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I know. When your expectations are like raised a little too much and then, oh yeah, I feel that. I humbled her so um, quick. I also, I can't remember if I told you about this, but last time I worked here, um, uh, your regular and uh, number one fan of this podcast. Hello, Keith. Hello, <laughs> Keith. Yes, I love. Um, bought in cookies. He made like the best yeah, chocolate chip cookies. Cookie. No cookies. Keith, where are my cookies? <laughs> <laughs> and I mistakenly left one packet on the bar to like have for some people to, you know, have a couple. Gone. Yeah, and you then, can't do that here. Yeah, These and then animals. <laughs> <laughs> and then one I took home and it did not last long either. But they were fucking delicious. And I would not usually recommend eating baked goods from people in the club, <laughs> random people in the club. But if you trust them, they could get some really good cookies. <laughs> yeah, Keith um, hasn't had any reputation for um, you know suspicious behavior. Yeah. <laughs> um, I felt very safe eating so those cookies. Yeah, if you know, you know, if you know this specific man, this yeah. specific club. You can take his baked goods. <laughs> we okay Actually, it. you can't. Move along. Yeah. Where are <laughs> Yeah. Ours, Keith. So where's mine? <laughs> How dare you? Um, that's hilarious. Okay. Keith Cookies. Noted. Mm. Oh, maybe that'll be the title. <laughs> Keith, Keith Cookies. <laughs> oh, that for us. Um, that's amazing. All right. So we have some, we'll have some polls going up. Mm-hmm. This week, we'll get that link out to you. These are just my mental notes. Yeah. I have recorded this. Uh, podcast content and yeah. uh, her to do list. My to do list, get that milk. Um, which apparently I say weird. Yeah, I was just, <laughs> you looked up and I was like, I'm sorry, what? Milk? Yeah, I don't know why I say it like that. No, you said speech impediment. I, I went to the. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I did. Are you mocking how you say it? Yeah, you horrible you in. <laughs> you should feel bad now. I feel like, no, I don't feel bad actually because I feel like a lot of Canadians do that. Do they? It's no. milk and no, it's bagel. Yeah, but that's just, um, they say it wrong. <laughs> but no, mo- most people that make fun of me are Canadian, thank you. Um, no. Apparently it's more of an I, not an A. I know how to spell it. <laughs> I know yeah. But I, yeah, I go heavy on the A, which is actually a funny side story. Um, I used to go to speech, like I had speech impediment and I used to go to speech therapy. I'm sorry. I'm laughing because I like instantly mocked you. Well, you're not laughing with me because I'm not laughing. So. <laughs> you had um, fun. And what was um, that? yeah, you think it was fun, but I sound like I was from Boston. <laughs> that is kind of fun though. No, Boston sounds stupid. And uh, oh well, sorry. No, Boston listeners. Boston listeners. Wow, really? I, I don't like the Boston accent. Yeah, I mean, I'm just fucking. I, I do. I don't think it's bad. Put please back. don't. Please don't unsubscribe. <laughs> uh, please don't rate review us Boston. Boston. Um, but um. No, when I was younger, I guess I just sounded like I had a Boston accent, and uh, so, so people would be like, oh, are you, where's your daughter from? And my, my mom and dad, local to here, would be like, our daughter is from here. Yeah. Uh, you don't know what she's doing with her voice, but <laughs> so they put me in, uh, they put me in, like, speech therapy, but, um, and then maybe that's why you're like, so articulate now. Yeah, yes, I'm very articulate, um, but... Milk. <laughs> that one, I kept that one. Okay. Um, no, I can say it right. Milk. Right? Yeah. It sounds funny. I have to really focus on not milk? leading to that A. Milk. Milk. <laughs> milk. Um, oh my god. Keys, cookies, and, and milk. <laughs> oh, that's the title. Done. Sold it. Um, Again, just doing admin for content. <laughs> to be honest, my memory is so bad. Sometimes I just use you guys as my own personal yeah. notes. Um, you wait to hear it back when you're editing. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. I'm not supposed to get the milk today. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the funny thing, I was telling a friend this, because like, I said the forbidden M word <laughs> around them, and then they were like, what Hold did you milk. say? <laughs> Hold the milk. <laughs> oh, that's good for all your Potter nerds. Um, but I uh, I said, and they're like, what's that? I was like, oh, you say Boston. I was like, what's a Boston accent? I was like, I'm not going to do a Boston accent. Yeah. Like, and then... Uh, we're like, well, like, so then we started trying it together, and then we found, like, a how-to-speak-Bostonian act, yeah. like, accent YouTube, and then it was like, I park the car. Yeah. <laughs> and Honestly, they yeah, kind of sound like they're from New Zealand. Yeah, it's very, like, a vowel yeah. heavy. And so, like, now we always, like, say it to each other, we're like, I park the car. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. I should have never said no, that. Gonna, never. Say it louder into the mic. <laughs> I, know, I, was, I was like, absolutely not. I cannot have. We have a thing about not doing accents. Oh, wait, can you do your Canadian? No. Please. No. Okay. Um... You still haven't given me my birthday gift, though, so uh, next, um... <laughs> You're looking at it. Uh, no. I'm... 
Um, so at one point this season, you have to do an accent, and that gives you time. You can practice at home. Practice it? Yeah, yeah, but I want, like, well, yeah, I want, I want me to say a phrase in a Canadian accent, and then you to say the phrase. To okay, say... but then you have to do a New Zealand accent. Yeah, <laughs> but I actually got you for the gift. <laughs> We'll think on that one. Um, okay. Well, I have received them yet, so. <laughs> no, you actually need to get this gift soon because now it gets bigger and bigger because I'll be out and I'm like, oh, this is perfect to add to <laughs> gift. And now your gift, you have my half of the things in my house is your gift <laughs> now. So you need to take it out of my house. Um, okay, so listener questions that we shoved Vivica Shreya aside for. So sorry. Oh, I know. Well, she, she gets a mention in every podcast. That is so. true. <laughs> Free mention. You're welcome. Okay. Listener emails and questions. Question for Riley. Oh, hello. <laughs> um, I'm on a work visa, which states at the bottom that I am prohibited from working at strip clubs. How do you do you apply at the club since you are not Canadian? What kind of permit would I have to get to be legally allowed to work in the clubs? Love listening to your podcast for advice and good laughs. Well, sorry, we have no advice for you here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because Riley is I'm Canadian. Canadian. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah. I'm... I, I am Canadian. I have dual citizenship between uh, New Zealand and here. So I didn't really have that problem, and, which is why I can work here. And then everyone, like my girlfriend who's from Australia, um, she also had dual citizenship. So I can't, like, as far as I know, like, you're just not allowed to work at a club. Um, and unless someone, a club is, like, willing to either just, like, not verify that you're... Canadian um there's just like no way around it yeah yeah um also it's very oversaturated here you do not want to cut me (laughs) no it's I mean it's just because you can't verify that you're paying taxes right like that's I'm sure what the reasoning what the reasoning is. is um I know that I believe a girlfriend of mine who is from England had to get PR before she could start working at the clubs. Permanent residence yeah. for people that don't know yeah. that. So, yeah, sorry, there's no permit or sort of, uh, you can marry someone, I guess, who's going to get Oh, you also don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty shitty here. Uh, but yeah, sorry, I'm uh, we're happy. undercover Canadian. <laughs> yeah, we're happy you love listening to the podcast for advice, but we have none for you. Moving <laughs> <laughs> on. <laughs> Um, what are some skincare tips from you ladies? Thank you. Um, (laughs) I actually, I actually will say that I do get a lot of comments on my skin. Um, and I think it is important to note that a lot of skin, it is genetics. Mm -hmm. Like my parents both have really nice skin. Um, they don't really have like a lot of wrinkles and they're like, you know, older. Um, so that's, I think a huge part of it. Um, the things I do do to actually like, actively keep good skin is um I always always take my makeup off before bed I think like in the years that I've been using makeup in my life I've maybe slept in makeup a handful of maybe 10 times in my life um so I definitely like am like adamant about taking off my makeup I wash my face two to three times a day use a toner and then like a moisturizer um you know obviously the typical stuff they say drink water get your sleep Neither of which I do, but I've heard that's good for you. Yeah, I'm terrible at drinking water, too. <laughs> I also, every morning, have, like, um, a collagen MCT creamer I put in my coffee powder. Um, you know, mixed reviews, that actually works, but it can't hurt me, right? Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? Someone right in tell me I'm not actively hurting myself. Um, and I take magnesium pills at night, so I do get a better quality of sleep, which is also good for, like, muscle and, and bones and all that as well. And then my kind of holy grail of what I, like, tell people always to do from like my own uh, my own life is I do microneedling mm-hmm. um four to six, every four to six weeks I do a microneedling which I love I've been doing it for a while now and um I think that's like another reason why um I've maintained like good skin into my 30s and I'm actually going today to get my microneedling done and then I have to work at the club which I is a no-no because yeah. you are bright red like a tomato and um you, you can't do anything, anything on it. yeah and I don't I typically don't wear makeup at the club on my day shifts too often anyways so that's fine, but, um, but yeah, usually you can't, um, there's some aftercare stuff, but like not sweating, um, you know, don't put makeup on after your microneedling, et cetera. And sometimes you do purge. So, um, your skin will, you'll almost get like a bunch of whiteheads mm-hmm. typically around like your problem areas, like on my, like your chin is that. So if you do microneedling, like ask the post and pre-care of it, 
um, and expect to take a couple days off work maybe, but I tell everyone to do microneedling. I love it. It's good for scars as well. You can do it on other parts of your body too. So um, that would be my suggestion, the microneedling, drink water, get your sleep. Um, and then I'm also trying to practice better um, skin, uh, sun safe practices. Mm-hmm. So whenever I go to the beach, I, I am a sun worshiper. I will admit that. You can tell by all the freckles on my body. Like I do love sun. I love being tanned. Um, so I'm definitely up on that beach every day when there's sun out here. And um, for the last like few years, especially as I've gotten older, I definitely always wear a hat to cover my face. Yeah. And I always, always put sunscreen on my face. Um, I should do it on my whole body. And I probably should, especially my uh, my uh, decolletage. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, but yeah, sun safe practices. Do you want to go through what like skincare you're, skincare you're using at the moment? Um, so I... I am supposed to be doing my Sunday Riley routine. Um, I haven't. I will jump back on it again. I just found that I was, like, so many steps. Like, I, it was, like, in the yeah. time in between layering them. It was, like, an hour-long process. And I was, like, I don't want to put an hour long to do a skin routine. Um, but I also do, I should mention this, I also do retinol. Mm-hmm. Um, and what, what strength you use and how often you use it, depending on your skin, too. But I use retinol, and then I use uh, my moisturizer. And my, my moisturizer is um Laneige I believe oh the um the water mask or something yes yeah Yeah. I use Laneige water mask um and uh I find like that's been really good especially for like um when you use retinol it dries out your skin crazy mine like it's insane how much dries out my skin so I use that every night and typically in the morning too especially around my like my eye area um to keep that part um hydrated yeah. Also, I use a satin pillowcase, and I always, always sleep on my back. Um, mm-hmm. And then, obviously, Botox as well. So, yeah. that's all. This is just those 30 things I listed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I do... I have had microneedling done, like, twice. I really want to get back into it. Um, like, I, I want to do it a little bit more consistently. Uh, in terms of skincare, I have been trying out Sunday Riley's. So, I do a... Uh, I cleanse in the morning and then do uh, vitamin C and then some sort of um, uh, moisturizer and then sunscreen always. Um, I also really like their um, Good Genes Lactic Acid. Mm, I do like that. And I, I know, the funny thing too is I've noticed several girls are like, your smell's great. What do you use? And they always say Sunday Riley Good Genes. Yes. And yeah. it's very expensive. I have two bottles of that. I really should start using Yeah. Them. And uh, I actually got that from Rachel Rampage. Mm-hmm. Um, her episode, she swore by it. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually got it because I quartered her in the club one time and I was working with her. I was like, what do you use? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then at night I use their uh, Luna Oil and then Retinol uh, probably you know, a couple times a week. And then if I, if my skin is really dry, I'll use their Juno oil because um, my skin is already dry, so the retinol dries me out too. Otherwise, I really like their ice cream um, uh, moisturizer. Uh, yeah, I also have had fillers and Botox, which I feel like keep the skin a little bit more plump looking um, and wrinkle-free and... Yeah, that's kind of it, really. Yeah. Sunscreen is, like, a massive one for sure. I use um, sunscreen. I should use sunscreen every day. I'm bad at it. I'm trying to use sunscreen every day. And then when I'm out, I also use the Kate Summerfield's um, makeup setting spray that has SPF 50 in it. And I spray that on a couple times throughout the day as well. Because once you have makeup on, I hate then rubbing anything into my skin. Yeah. And then I also don't like powder... um, uh, some SPF because like um, I know that you can get like makeup or like setting powder and stuff I like a dewy finish yeah Um, so especially in the summertime yeah so Kate Summerfield's like not the dewiest finish but it's not at least matte Mm -hmm. Um, so I will uh, keep that in my bag and reapply it every like three to four hours okay what's your number one skincare tip out of everything you said retinol retinol yeah okay yeah, I would say retinol or um, microneedling for me. Mm-hmm. Like, if you didn't want to buy all the products, if you want one takeaway, retinol and microneedling. Yeah. Done. Um, what are your favorite shopping finds of the year? Okay, so I just bought this yesterday. Oh. But um, I have just recently... Okay, so 
if you know me, you know that I have, well, if you know me, <laughs> if you know me, I have a dog. Let's start there. <laughs> I have a dog, and she is uh, a lab husky shepherd mix, so she has a pretty long coat, and she sheds like hell. Like, there's dust bunnies under every piece of furniture that I own, and I recently got a uh, pet air purifier, mm-hmm. so it's... um kind of like maybe two feet tall and you can put it on a timer and it basically sucks all, all the air around it it's like a reverse fan mm-hmm. and it like it's supposed to get a bunch of the debris and pet hair and stuff from the air mm. so I've just bought that I bought um, a big one for my living room and then a small one for my bedroom mm-hmm. and I'm excited to like see how that works if it like I mean, obviously, it's not going to get rid of all the hair, yeah. but it'll just hopefully get rid of some. Yeah. And then also um, make it a little easy to breathe in there, you know? Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Nice. So I'm really pumped out about that. What about you? What is... Okay, so my shopping finds of the year, honestly, okay, so I just list off things that I'm like, I use these all the time. Mm-hmm. I would repeatedly buy them. So anything Aritzia... So you more than one? Oh, I did six. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my um, Aritzia anything. Yeah. Like, I live by Aritzia. All my clothes are Aritzia. Super basic Canadian girl vibes. Um, Aritzia black tights. Wear yeah. all day, every day. I'm Riley literally wears wearing an entire Aritzia outfit as well. Yeah, so am I. <laughs> I think my socks aren't Aritzia. And my runners are uh, Nike because I always wear Nike runners. My socks are Aritzia. Oh, nice. And you got Nike runners too? I got Nike runners too. <laughs> One brain. Um, so, yeah, anything Aritzia. Knock uh, Knock makes really good uh, slippers. Mm-hmm. Um, I wear those slippers whenever I'm not wearing runners. I'm in slippers. You will never catch me in heels um, unless I'm at the club forced to wear them. I yeah. wear slippers all the time. So, my Knock Knock slippers are awesome. I buy them for everyone at Christmas time. Um, Rains is a new brand I started looking, um, I looked up and I started buying their products for my work bags and my um, school like backpack mm-hmm. and I really like their products so far um they're obviously rain resistant which is nice for Vancouver and they just look really like sleek and yeah yeah I like them and um my Keurig I would not live without my Keurig it's Keurig's been around forever there's a reason I am obsessed it's so much easier than making an old school pot of coffee like my dad used yeah. to um my Apple watch I was went back and forth on buying an Apple watch I have it on right now Love it, especially for working out. I like to wear my blood pre- my my beats per minutes at and um, being able to not carry your phone at the gym and just to be able to see if like a message pops up if it's important yeah or whatever. Um, I really like that. And lastly, hair masks. I do hair masks religiously, and my favorite hair mask right now it's by Brio Geo, um, B R I O G E O. Um, I actually like quite a few of their products, but it's called their Honey Bear Hair Mask, and it smells so good. It's um, it's supposed to, according to their website, strengthen, repair, deeply nourish, dry and damaged hair, helps prevent future breakage, infuses hydrating honey alternatives for soft, healthy hair, and it smells so nice. So that's my one of my favorite hair masks right now, and I love hair masks because go to the gym, get out of the shower, throw a hair mask in, start your day. I can put hair masks in under my wigs. Um, yeah, so. Those are kind of the products I'm, I swear by that I, like, buy and buy every time I need a new one, I'll rebuy them. Um, those are my uh, my top six purchases. And kind of on the same vein, another listener question, what is your on your Amazon wish list or slash Amazon must-haves? I went through the past three years of my Amazon orders, and it's mostly audiobooks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um... But I would I I don't I'm trying to not buy so many things from Amazon. I don't really love what they stand for. I just kind of get like if I lose a charger, I'll get that. Mm-hmm. Um, if I my I buy some I bought some underwear from there. I actually did get a, a pet hair remover roller. It's one of those. Um, I hate the sheets because I don't feel like they work very well and yeah. you're just like constantly using waste. Yeah. So it's one that you go like back and forth and it takes so much hair away. Interesting. And then you just empty it. Um, and then I just buy like sometimes underwear as well. Um, and yeah, then, they're basics. Yeah. And then my wig caps with the velvet um, 
sort right. of band so that you your laces don't like slip. Yeah, so it grips on it nice. Yeah, and they I stand by those. They're the reason that I can go on stage with my wig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're awesome. Uh, I love Amazon purchasing. Don't love what Amazon stands for. Yeah. But just the convenience of Amazon being like I something know. can come in a day. It's like I don't have to leave my house. I, know, I do buy a lot of my basics through Amazon when I don't want to battle traffic or parking spots. <laughs> I know. Trying to go places. I know. It is it is good and that's why people love it. But Yeah. So mine, um, my collagen MCT creamer that I mentioned earlier that I use um every morning. Um does collagen powder do anything for you? Debatable. MCT oil is apparently really good for you. Um, in the right amount of dosage. Um, if anything, it tastes good. It's vanilla flavored. It makes my coffee nice and creamy, um, especially for someone who's lactose intolerant. Um, so I really like it. I can really buy that one. Um, I have a battery-operated frother I got on Amazon, and I live for it. I use it every morning to mix mm-hmm. all my drinks, my shakes, everything. It's amazing. Um, the rosemary and mint scalp oil, y'all see on TikTok right now, got off Amazon. I'm really liking it. Especially when I have a mask in, I'll throw that on my scalp and it's super nice smelling. On my like second or third day of hair, um, when I don't feel like washing it and I'm just going to throw in a low bun anyway, I'll put that on my scalp so that it smells nice. Um, I don't care that it looks a little greasy because it already does. So yeah, that rosemary mint scalp oil is a, is a win for me. Uh, silicone scar sheets I'm loving because obviously I've had like plastic surgeries. I have like very like light scars now um down my breast they're very very like you can't really see them ever anymore i don't think i mean riley can vouch she sees my titties all the time titties all the time yeah (laughs) (laughs) and like my my scars on the top on the middle part you can't Mm -hmm. really see it all no no they look awesome yeah um just a little bit underneath of my breast you have a little um scar still so i've been putting silicone sheets there and i've been noticing an improvement so and um i've done i've done my research and apparently they're pretty good so doesn't hurt to try them out. Um, what else? I have a portable doorstop that I bring with me to work all the time, and I bought. Yes, um, I bring mine with me as well. Yeah, I brought. I bought them for my girlfriends. And I bought them for my parents, and um, when they go out of town to a hotel or whatever, you can just put it on any door, and it you can't open the door. So um, yeah. I like that if the door doesn't have a lock, at least you have a portable lock with you, or just for ad security if you're at a hotel, someone doesn't can't come in. And then um, my ice face roller, which I also bought my girlfriend. Yes. Oh, <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, you just, it's just like a little hand roller. You put it in the, in the freezer and then you just get to roll your face in the morning or whenever you're just wanting a little like freshen up and it just kind of like, supposed to re- it constrict the pores in that um, and kind of like brighten your face a little bit. But if anything, it just feels really nice. So I like that every morning or before bed just to me to sleep or wake me up (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah we're gonna do a poll this week on what your guys best amazon finds are Mm -hmm. or best online purchases in general two polls so yeah get answering yeah so because we want to hear we want to steal what you guys uh what you guys buy and the last listener question for this week would you ask your partner if they have been with anyone hotter than you p.s i did no I don't know why you would ask your partner that. I just feel like you're setting yourself up either to feel bad or to start a fight. Yeah, it's kind of like, almost like baiting. Yeah. Um, I... Because... Sorry. Yeah? Because either they're going to say yes, and which is great, you know, and then you'll believe them. Or you're going to say yes or you're not going to believe them. That's going to start a fight. Um, they're going to say... <laughs> I don't believe anyone's hotter than me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you're going to say... They're going to say no because you ask, you ask them to answer honestly and you're going to fucking have hurt feelings. It's going to lead to insecurity um, and it's going to start a fight. Like, I just, like, what do you want out of that question? You just want to know that you're the hottest girl that he's been with? Like, I just feel like that is, like, sorry and insecure question to ask. Yeah. Um... And also, I'm just going to save you trouble. Like, you know, if your partner has ever dated Riley or I, they've been with hotter girls. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to uh, be the bearer of bad news. They have been with the hottest people <laughs> in the world. Um, <laughs> humblest. Hottest, humblest. Throws it back on that dick. <laughs> Backflips on the dick. Um, flash forward, like, every night I go to bed with my, like, bonnet on. <laughs> I know, like, in all of my contraptions. <laughs> Retainer. Retainer. <laughs> 
Um, you know, we still can suck dick with a retainer. Just a little yeah. scratchy. <laughs> no, it's, well, depending on the retainer, it could be smoother. Yeah, yeah, yeah who knows? To be determined. We'll find out this week. Um, no, I, uh, I <laughs> So I'm just thinking about this nasty. Nasty. The, the dick in the mouth or no, the whole thing? No, the retainer. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm on the same vein. Like, I, and I ask a lot of questions, but, um, I guess, like, it doesn't achieve anything. Um, it doesn't... Yeah, it doesn't achieve... Yeah, they're going to lie to you at the end of the day. And and also, too, like, for me, whoever I'm with at that time is the hottest person I've been with because I'm attracting them at that time. And the next person will be the hottest person I've been with because I have my eyes on them kind of thing. I'm just like that as a person. Um, also, like, what is hotter? Like, than my most recent partner, yeah, a lot of guys before him were a lot hotter on, like, a objective level. Um, did I have better sex with them? Maybe not. Did I, I find them the hottest of them? Maybe not. Like, do you mean, like, mm-hmm. it's kind of such a, it's such a subjective, um, uh, question. And also, yeah, what's it going to achieve? If they say yes, are you going to feel bad? If they say no, are you going to feel hotter and then wonder if they're lying to you? It doesn't really achieve anything. Um, and also, yeah, what does the looks of an ex-partner matter? I don't know, I probably wouldn't ask it. But also, I know uh, of my partners, I'm known of or personally know most of their ex-things or people they've slept with. And mm-hmm. a lot of the men I've been with have been with really hot girls. So, and I'm also just not... There's this saying, it's like, um, blowing out someone else's candle won't make your shine any brighter. And it's the same idea. Like, even when we're at gigs and guys are like, you're the hottest girl here. And I want to be like, it's not like... There can only be so much hotness in a room, and if I yeah. have all of it, she can't, or if she has all the hotness, I can't. Like, we can all be really hot girls. Like, um, so it doesn't take away from your hotness just because you've had other hot partners. Yeah, I just, like, I I just don't get the point of, like, asking questions like that. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. I mean, even if it was, like, oh, a fun way to ask questions, like, I don't get what the fun would be, personally. Yeah. But... I asked her to elaborate. Yeah, perfect. Because <laughs> uh, she said she asked them. So I said, please elaborate. She goes, hi, Danica. I absolutely love your podcast. You and Riley are in my ears. Most of the nap time walks I take my son on, and your energy, stories, and jokes always brighten my day. And uh, now we're fucking ragging on you. <laughs> <laughs> it was Riley. I didn't rag. Um, I have to preface this by saying that my fiance and I are super open and honest with each other. We started dating at the beginning of the pandemic and then had a baby last year, so we've never gone out to parties. So he's never really seen me with a bunch of makeup, etc. So I asked him, have you ever had sex with slash date someone hotter than me? And then he paused for a second and said, yes. And my stomach did the sinking feeling. So I naturally wanted to know more and was like, hotter in which way? And then he really paused. <laughs> Double down. <laughs> Tell me how ugly I am. Now. To my face. <laughs> and then really paused and started thinking about the, the supposedly hotter girls he'd been with. As he's getting his boner. No, just kidding. (laughs) And then said, actually, maybe not. Because now that I'm thinking about them, they were always done up and with a full face of makeup and dressed, etc. And they weren't as hot as you when they weren't done up. Now, part of me thinks he just changed his mind because he knows my energy shift when he said yes and just wanted to make me feel better in the moment. The other part of me is like, fuck that. Hell yeah, I'm the hottest he's ever been with. Either way, I don't regret asking because I was just so curious. But I'd love to know how many people have thought about asking their partner or have actually asked. And, of course, if you or Riley have ever asked your partners. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, that's exactly what we were saying, right? Like, you had that sinking feeling and then you're wondering if he was just pacifying you. Yeah, I, um... This man saw the look on your face and he was like, "Mm, not today. (laughs) Mother of my child. Yeah, I honestly, I'm kind of on the mind where if I ask someone a question and... They answer and then they pause after viewing my response to it and then change their answer. Like, I'm going to go with their first answer being the honest one, unfortunately. Like, yeah, um, I'm just kind of inclined to believe that he, his knee-jerk reaction was the honest one. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, you're, you're with him. You have a child together. Um, you know, even, even um, you know, famous, gorgeous people, like top, 100 people, hottest people in the world, you know, they're going to have a boyfriend who fucked a other hot girl too. You know, it's not like the hotness takes away from you. Yeah. Um, there's also a saying that might, I don't know if it's going to pacify you or worry you more. It's like, show me a hot girl and I'll show you someone who's sick of fucking her. 
Um, and uh, so just to remind yourself, your hotness is not a security, and he'll find someone hotter than you after, too. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Glad we're in your ear. <laughs> now go home and harass him more about that. Now you can, you can tell him, Danica quoted this quote, and, <laughs> and she says, you're going to find someone hotter, and you're going to fuck them, too. Um, Start a fight. Yeah. <laughs> And then, if you could, just for our own enjoyment, if you could record on voice memo that one and then send yeah. it in, um, just, we really want to be in on the fight now. We're part of the relationship now. Yeah. Thank you for including us. <laughs> Ask him if he's fucked people harder than us, too. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> awesome. Okay, well, that is going to be it for this episode. Guys, make sure to look on the Instagram at 50 plus a tip pod. We're going to put out um, the link for the New Zealand situation going on so you guys can get a better idea of that and then we're also going to put up a bunch of polls we're going to put on the best Amazon finds or purchases in general uh poll for the weirdest things you've been tipped Mm -hmm. at the club or in sex work in general and then um maybe we'll do a poll on if you would ask your partner if they've been with someone hotter than you um Riley and I would say no this listener thrice polls three polls this week (laughs) Um, Riley and I said we wouldn't, but this listener was adamant that she should and doubled down. So we want to know which one you guys are. As always, you can find us on Instagram at 50 plus a tip pod or email at 50 plus a tip at gmail.com. Slide into the DMs with questions, comments. We love getting them. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Except if you're from Boston. Then deny that you're from Boston. Then tell, <laughs> tell us nice things about us. As always, thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful week. And happy whoring. Goodbye. Bye. Positive is brought to you for some amazing sponsors. X9 is a local Vancouver swimmer and exotic wear company that was started out of a love for creativity, art, and experimentation. Founder Emily and her long-term friend Hale opened the X9's showroom and design studio in 2018, located in the heart of East Vancouver. Emily and Hale continue to grow X9 with their team and with the original spirit of the brand in mind to create fun and unique pieces for sex workers, dancers, performers, and the queer community to express their confidence and sexuality. Find them on Instagram at x9bikini. We are also brought to you by Levian Lashes. Shout out to our fabulous sponsor at Levian Lash for bringing our lashes to life. Whatever your poison, simple classics, wispy, dramatic, colored, and even bottom lashes, our girl Liz is a true master of them all. You can find her on Instagram at Levian Lash. That's at L-A-V-I-E-E-N-L-A-S-H. Let her know that 50 plus a tip sent you and get $20 off your first visit.